new podcast episode. Anyways, he's Sam, and I'm Mitch, and welcome back to Club Sandwich. Oh, we're rolling with that. Yeah, no, that's, we're starting. That's the intro. Okay. That, was, that was the intro. I didn't even I, get a chance to say what my name was. He's Sam, and I'm Mitch. Okay, well, that's disappointing. Shut up. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to this week's episode of Club Sandwich, and um, you know what, today we're jumping right into it. Um, I don't care if the audience wants our little five minute bit at the beginning, because we don't conform to what you want us to do. <laughs> and Isn't that the point of any media content creator, we do. though, is we to do. cater to their audience? We do cater to our audience. Me and Sam are tired today, aren't we, Sam? <laughs> yeah, we are, we are looking at each other, and it is just death. Yeah. No energy. It's a rainy Sunday. It's really hot in this room. It is very hot in this room. Wah. Had a long weekend. Long week, actually. It's felt like one of the longest weeks. What's ever. made your week feel so long? What? What's made your week feel so long? Just a lot of like um, all our freshmen in the fraternity got initiated. And so we've been hanging out and having a fun time. And it's just like my social battery is drained yeah. because I've had like. Two Halloween parties and people in every room I go to, and I've stayed up until like the average bedtime was probably like one thirty in the morning, which is bedtime not normal for me. I'm an old man who He's goes to bed man. at like nine if he can't. Well, that's not true, but it's it's a lot of energy. I I'm very drained. Oh, I know. I've it's been a long week for me too. I've recently. I've got like some chest congestion and my throat's kind of bleh. my voice sounds kind of sickly. Um, I apologize to your ears, but maybe it sounds kind of nice. Welcome to the sick cast. Uh, welcome to the sick cast. Um, it's sick. It's gonna do a little more ASMR this episode. Yeah, we don't know what the deal is, but the microphones here are a little. Someone's been messing with the settings on Someone's the Someone's been messing with our microphones. Yeah, we. I mean, they're not ours, but... They're not our microphones. We don't know what's been going on. Things are different. The interface is different. If this episode goes nowhere, we're going to cry. Probably one of the many lesser Sanford clone podcasts that have been copying yeah. us. Yeah, that's something to address. Is uh, <laughs> The controversy? <laughs> we are no longer the only people on Sanford with a podcast that oh, are like, like actively 50. trying to get it out there feels like every day there's another podcast springing up. I think part of it is that the um, Journalism and Mass Communications Department, the JMC Department, now has a 400-level elective, and it's like a podcasting class, which yeah. is really cool. It's like, cool. That is a very cool thing for college to offer. And honestly, I would probably take it, so I'm not going to dump on it that much. But obviously for a podcasting class, they're, like, required to make a podcast and, like, keep up. Oh, that's, like, a part of the class. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you have to make one. Oh, well. And uh, so the, the market has been getting a little bit saturated, but um, I think it's... Okay. Well, I wonder how many of the other podcasts know how to do that. Um, I think it's safe to say that as of the moment, we've... Definitely got a good footing in the the Sanford podcast community, yeah. and um, we're gonna do everything in our power to keep it that way. We're we're doing a little guerrilla marketing trail, right now, for real. Yeah, um, <laughs> what are we doing to guerrilla market? <laughs> putting up flyers. Oh yeah, like without really asking express permission from any of the places we're putting them in. <laughs> well, I don't think you really ever have to ask for permission. Okay. I've hung up flyers for well, other things, and I just didn't ask. There's a flyer. Yeah, but I if we do, like... there's a flyer there, you can put one there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get it. Like, there, there are definitely places around campus that that would be acceptable, but I also do want to, like, 
nail some to the library doors, like the 95 theses. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, 95 sandwich ingredients. We're not going to do that. Not including lettuce. Not including lettuce. Sorry, big lettuce plants in the audience. (laughs) If we offended... Apparently Sam's grandfather. Yeah, who <laughs> was, was disappointed about he, the he was game. very yeah not pleased with my take on lettuce. Um, but anyway, even yeah, all of that to say, uh, we're we are going to John D. Rockefeller, the other Sanford podcasts. Yeah, we are going to absorb them into our conglomerate. We're like the Monopoly Man. We're, we're gonna, gonna be like subsidiaries. You're America. gonna grow out half of the Monopoly Man mustache, and I'll grow the other half. <laughs> Granted, yours will probably take like. Five weeks, and mine might take five years, but... I say we have one mustache that we, like, pass back and forth. <laughs> and we like have... a wax mustache? Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. And we both have half the top hat. Yes, and... We, well, actually, a monocle, you could just do one one monocle I lens. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. The point is that we ain't never lost, baby, and we ain't losing. Um, started we'll at, started at the top, and we're staying here. Um... So, anyway, Mitchell, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about childhood TV shows, or children's TV what? shows. What? TV shows Whoa. marketed towards children. TV shows we watched as children. Yeah. TV shows that kids watch. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not necessarily shows sure that I'm watching, intended like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. For a younger audience. Yeah. It, it's it's the shows you watched as a kid. It's the nostalgia. Television media. 2000s era. Catered towards Are you just saying the words? Youth. <laughs> this is how podcasts work, You're, right? Are you filibustering our podcast? Yeah, I am. That's what every episode is, is just desperately trying to <laughs> stay nonsense until we're done. Yeah, just more content. Like, it, even if it doesn't mean anything, just putting words into the space counts as content. Yeah. I think everyone, at least in this generation, like, the shows you watched as a kid were pretty formative to your personality in one way or another. I, I could... I feel like it's almost more correlation than causation. Like, I don't know if there's a direct link between kids who didn't watch SpongeBob and how they are, but there's a lot of like a pattern. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people's humor are very much so shaped by the shows they watched as kids, at least. That's very fair. Um, That's very fair. Or you could say that the show attracted someone who already had that humor, but you can't really prove either of those things. Yeah, but how how much of your sense of humor are you really aware of as a kid? That's true. I feel like as a child, it's just like, (laughs) he said underpants. Yeah, it is pretty funny. But I'm not going to lie. I probably would still laugh at that joke today. It'd be pretty funny if someone said that, like, for real, for real. (laughs) Um, So I guess, like, a good question for starting this is, like, how much access to TV did you have as a kid? Or, like, kind of where where did you start? Yeah. That is a good question. Because I think a lot of people, they really watched what they had. Yeah. Some people may have only just had, like, whatever was on cable TV. Some people, like, you know, had, like, a like a direct TV or something that gave them more stuff. Or, I like, I know some people who only had, like, Netflix C- as Cable a kid. one. Yeah, or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever was on TV. But for me, we had a pretty wide range of access. Like, my family had DirecTV um, at the time. Or we originally started with, I think it was Charter. Um, Interesting. Some some form of television. But um, So I pretty much had access to anything I could want to watch in terms of kids' shows. But as a kid, I was a huge Disney fiend. Mm, um, yeah. Especially until I was, like, five or six. Because I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob when I was Ooh, younger. Ooh, okay. Um, was because he said stupid. Later. Um, and are you then kidding me? 
Uh, that is the exact same reason. I was not allowed to watch. I Bunch think Bunch. that that must have been something that went around. Dude, like there must have been yeah. like someone like made a book or like gave a speech where it's like yeah. you're not a good person if there's you, like, a part on like SpongeBob. sixty minutes or something. There had to be because I've heard so many people that like couldn't watch SpongeBob because he said stupid. Yeah, I was I was not allowed to watch it, and they like, I don't know if the stupid thing was just like, the parents were oh well if that's just the like. We're just scraping the surface here. <laughs> of the of like the communist propaganda. Yeah, and I mean, I just watched a nerdstalgic video the other day on was SpongeBob actually made for kids, and it talked about like there's an episode that got canceled where the whole plot was like a panty raid. Oh yeah, they make a reference to that in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the one where they swear their curse words with like oh, dolphin and it's like noises. the dolphin was like. Ee! Yeah, which is really funny. Thank you for the dolphin noise. Yeah, of course. Just in case the people didn't know. I wish we had one on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, I I was not allowed to watch SpongeBob either. And that was like, that was honestly what I was thinking of when I said like, when we were talking about the way it formed your sense of humor mm-hmm. and like the early TV was very formative. And I was referring to a pattern. I was talking about like kids who weren't allowed to watch SpongeBob. Like, yeah. I don't know if you can put your finger on it, but like myself included, I feel like there's definitely... A vibe of like the people who didn't, yeah, or like weren't allowed to, and tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll, we'll let the audience interpret that as they please. After that, like I actually was allowed to watch SpongeBob, and I ate that stuff up. Um, <laughs> I watched SpongeBob all the time. Like I'd come up from school and I watched SpongeBob. Um, but I think like even before then, my like earliest memories of watching TV. I was a little bit of a fiend for Dora the Explorer. Oh, um, and truth. for whatever reason. I I mean, as most, like, younger boys do, I had the thing where it was like, oh, like, I can't do stuff that's, like, for girls. Um, <laughs> it's a girl character. But I was a huge Dora guy and a very mm-hmm. anti-Diego person. I, same. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the deal was. I Mitchell's headphones just fell off. I, like, I, I fiended some Dora, and it honestly helped with, like, my kindergarten. We had, like very basic Spanish education. Oh, yeah. It was just, like, the colors, and I think, like, one through ten. But, like, dude, I had, like, beef with Diego, and I don't know what the deal was. I had the same thing. Like, Dora ends, and it's like, now for, you know, Diego, and then I would, like, switch the channel. I'm like, no. Like, I'm turning this off. I'm not watching Diego. Does he have Boots, the talking monkey companion? No. (laughs) What were the shows as a kid... Besides Diego, was there anything else that's, like, when it came on, you're like, like you had I'm not watching this? Like, for no reason. Uh, I I mean, if it was any Disney Channel sitcom, basically. Like, any of them? Pretty much. Other than, like, kicking it. Okay. And sometimes Jesse, but that was just because I had a crush on the blonde girl. Oh, um, Peytonless. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Have you mentioned that in an episode before? I want to say I have. <laughs> I feel like we've mentioned Peyton List before. Uh, shout out Peyton List, I guess. I don't know yeah, if she's doing listening. nowadays. Doing podcast. Um, no, I just, any, like, I hated the Disney Channel sitcom format so much. They were all pretty copy-paste. It, oh, I mean, yeah, it was literally just like, it feels like Mad Libs, you know, where like, oh, there, yeah, there's no. a basic plot and then they would just insert like different nouns into the, and like settings and Some stuff. of them are awesome though. Such I as... love Zach and Cody. That show was my thing. Dude, it's about two kids 
who get to live their life in a super nice hotel and like run around and goof goof off and be little goofy goobers. And Mr. Mobley or Mos- Mosby. Mosby. Would you like am or fum? <laughs> I think Mr. Mosby is one of my favorite fictional characters um, ever. I'm gonna make that <laughs> statement right now. I like. I love like saying fictional characters referring to like people played in live action because like when I think of fictional character, I think of like. Mario, SpongeBob, and then you, like Phineas from Phineas and Ferb, and then Mr. Mr. Mosby, who is a real human playing a character. <laughs> I think there was also this very specific trend at Disney shows. The main character, it's like they never had both of their parents in the picture. Like, really? Most shows I Good think. Good luck, of, Charlie. There were examples, okay, you named one, where it's like the parents, like, are hardly there, or, like, they only have a mom or a dad, or they're, like, step-siblings. Like, I feel like that was a really common thing with Disney shows. Maybe that's just me. That's... The whole plot of Jesse's that the parents aren't there, and they have a babysitter. Yeah, I guess. Where are the parents and kicking it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, granted, I I really can't remember that many Disney sitcoms off the top of my head. No, I can't either off the top of my head right now, but I I just feel like... I, I don't think that's entirely wrong. I yeah, I just hated that format because it's always like intro bit where like the and it, they all felt like Are you having this analysis as a child? N- I wasn't thinking about it this deep. It would just come <laughs> on and be like, "Oh, this isn't a- I just didn't like live action. I think that was my thing. Uh, I okay. I have always been like animation boy. An like, animaniac if you will. An animaniac I will. Um <laughs> I I just to animate. Yeah, yeah. I just I would much rather watch like Fish Hooks or Phineas and Ferb or like something like that that yeah. was had a more appealing art style, and I felt like it also opened up room for creativity. Like there, there is a a formula of Phineas and Ferb to the point where like you know it's going to happen every episode. Yeah, but like it was animated and it was like they didn't put rules on anything they could do, so like no. every episode feels unique. I feel like with a lot of the like live action. It's like main character is like popular ish, but they they their whole purpose is like they'll make a snarky one liner or like main character encounters problem gets worried the goofy side character the the uh, Gibby <laughs> the the Gibby of the group comes in and is like hey guys I'm making a joke and then they're like well you can't have that problem because I'm do- I just realized I'm describing Seinfeld. <laughs> maybe maybe every Disney si- copied Seinfeld. Every sitcom is Seinfeld. I'm sure that 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 someone's done that before. I think oh, yeah. Seinfeld definitely was a huge influence on like every other sitcom that came out. Well, of it. course, but I mean it's I'm I'm realizing now like every sitcom you just fill in like the main character's home is the apartment. The main character that like just kind of goes about their day and encounters situations then makes like one-liners, that's Jerry. The like crazy crack fiend friend, the Gibby, if you will, is like Kramer. Yeah. And you've got the like the George who's like, Well you can't be da 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 you can't have that problem and then hey <laughs> and then hey Jerry What's the deal? Yeah. Sitcom. Yeah, you've got Jerry who's the I oh I I'm went to the B movie. I, I saw a thing one time and it was like this is every I think it was from Aaron Hansen. It was like every episode of Seinfeld is Jerry walks into the apartment, he's like uh, I went down to the store and I got Beelzebubbed. And George is like, well, you can't get Beelzebubbed. You can't let him do that. And then Kramer walks in. And he's like, hey, Jerry. Oh, you got Beelzebub. You can't do that. You can't get Beelzebub. 
I just realized my Kramer is Heath Ledger Joker. <laughs> yeah, wow, this was not the direction. Yeah, this, I, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm working on, like, no sleep and maybe three brain cells, and I'm spiraling. My point was that Disney sitcoms suck. I don't think they suck. I'm, I'm going to play the, not the devil's, but the people's advocate, uh-huh. and I would imply that you are therefore Satan in this instance. Oh, thanks, man. I think a lot of them went hard, because as a kid, like, I was born and raised on, like, watching Hannah Montana and Zack and Cody and then, like, Wiver- Wizards of Waverly Place, which is too hard to say as a kid, but... <laughs> Wizards of Waverly Place. I don't know. A lot of those shows just really were like my childhood. Mm. Yeah, I just... I. I didn't get that. If I saw a real-life person, I'd, tr- I'd change the channel. I didn't like it. I think if there was a real-life person show that, like, my siblings hadn't watched or I hadn't known, I wouldn't have been interested. I think hmm. there were a lot of shows that I didn't watch. Like, got passed down to you? Yeah, like, from my siblings. A uh-huh. lot of that was the same way. And then I eventually, after, you know, the SpongeBob import tax ban was released <laughs> on me, I watched a lot more SpongeBob Tariff. Branched out to, like, Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. But when it came to Nickelodeon, like, as a kid, I was watching Spongebob or Drake and Josh. Mm. um, And Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, (laughs) which is, like, the tropey sitcom of all sitcoms. And they have, like, dumb sound effects everywhere. Oh, uh, I actually like, do vaguely remember stupid sound effects. It's like stupid to the nth degree. All like all Nickelodeon shows, I think we're like almost self aware of how dumb they were. Like watching Big Time Rush, there's just so many uh, bits uh, uh, and sound uh, effects that it's like this show knows how stupid it is. Like it has to. Johnny Test Whip Crack. Yeah, like stuff like that where the people that are creating it, <laughs> they must know like. Like, little kids are just going to think the joke's funny, but mm-hmm. older people are going to be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Gimme! No one can stop us. Yeah. Yeah. I... Having a character whose character trait is, like, being shirtless and yelling his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Pokemon. <laughs> he just eats a banana and says, gimme! <laughs> <laughs> what you got there? A smoothie. <laughs> um, yeah. I, well, for one thing, I really didn't actually watch a ton of TV as a kid. And I, I really haven't watched a lot of TV in my life because... What did you do? I've always felt like other... For, I was I played video games. Like, I felt my argument for that was always like, okay, well, it's a TV show, but I'm in charge. Like, you know, I get influence over what happens. So you're like a control freak. Uh, kind of. like a psychopath. It, it, it just felt more fun. Like, I... I Makes sense. I like games. I like winning. I like feeling like I'm doing cool stuff. Yeah. And with a TV, you're you're like a passenger in a car, but with a video game, I'm the driver. Yeah. I think I agree with that. I think there's just a lot of times where it's like I would come home from school and maybe like be too tired to do anything, even watch or like even play video games. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I just want to sit on the couch, like eat snacks, drink carbonated beverage and watch funny triangle head man and rectangle stepbrother make funny thing. Yeah. You know? I, get, I mean, I get that. I also, like, I watched some TV as a kid. I, I watched Little Einsteins. And, okay, banger. How did yeah. I forget about that? Yeah. That show went crazy. Yeah. And not just because someone made a stupid trap remix of the theme song in, like, 2015 or whatever. Screw that. Um, no, it, it, I... I'm actually convinced there is a correlation that, like, that show made me smarter. I agree. Because most people I think I talk to that have watched that show, yeah. 
are smarter and those that are stupid are not. <laughs> 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 that was always my like stupid like self-obsession thinks I'm better than everybody else thing as a kid. I was like, I yeah. watch Little Einstein's and you watch SpongeBob. You watch Wonder I have highest grades in the class or whatever. Uh, no, I didn't watch What? Come on. I, I That's what I'm the saying. Phone. Like, the phone is... Did you ever watch The Backyardigans? Yeah, I did watch The Backyardigans. Okay, also crazy. Yeah. yeah. Pablo? Okay. Be- I was about to say, best Backyardigans. <laughs> Pablo. Pablo. All right. Uh, Backyardigans. So there was Pablo, Tyrone, Uniqua, Austin was the little kangaroo. Then there was like a yellow one. Yeah. There was like a little yellow creature. I, I don't know, but... Pablo and Tyrone are my boys, and then everyone else doesn't matter. I was just a big Pablo guy. Yeah. He had the hat, right? He did have the propeller he had the hat. Propeller hat, and he had like a look, kind of like a little bow tie. Almost. I think that's such a funny trope is like propeller the propeller hat, hat for guy. children, and like I've literally never seen a person wear that ever. No, they're only applied to like costumes of someone portraying a child. Yeah, it's like there's very... the SpongeBob bit where it's like there's a like a guy like. <laughs> His like house gets like knocked away or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just the floor. And it's just him in the house on a tricycle with like a lollipop and a like a propeller beanie. He just goes, "Uh, I could explain." <laughs> That's like the only context I yeah. ever see propeller hats. Oh, by the way, the fifth backyard again was Tasha. Tasha. They have a weird color scheme. It's yellow, blue, pink, purple, and orange. <laughs> For there's, a second, I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> there's no, there's no green character. That feels like in Scooby Doo how like there's a missing sixth character. Yeah. You're Which, sort of like trying to Mandela affect yourself yeah. with those things. But I guess it's because there's like every episode, there's like a supporting character that's like helping them with the mystery or like yeah. is the villain or something. There's also Scrappy Doo, but we don't, we don't, we don't know. People, yeah, because whenever people bring up like who's like, oh, like I always think there's a missing Scooby Doo character, I'm like, it's Scrappy Doo. Like that's how I'm talking about, like another person. Mm hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's another human being missing. Uh, shout out Scooby Doo for kids' media. Um, th- dude, what's new Scooby Doo? What's new Scooby-Doo? Yeah. It's song by Simple Plan. Simple Plan did that? I think so. Is that not right? Maybe. Like, I'm like 90% sure that Simple Plan did that. They Although also... I, may be, I may be also Mandela affecting myself into thinking that I know another Simple Plan song beside you that You do. One. I it's, may just um, know them because of that. Um, uh, Simple Plan also does. Pull up on Spotify. Dang it. My Spotify's lo- Okay. <laughs> Brief tangent. My phone has made me so angry lately. I swear I've almost like driven into oncoming traffic. If anyone knows this feeling where it's just like, okay, we as people are so catered or like so pampered. Yes. Into the sense that like our phones are always supposed to be quick and easy and work. And it's the one thing in your life that's just consistent and makes it easier. And then when your phone doesn't work or like an app takes extra long to load, it's just like everything in your life starts to fall apart. Yeah. Okay. I'm just a kid. Uh, Yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. And they also, I like that if you look up Simple Plan, the first result is the What's New Scooby-Doo It is the song. first thing that pops up. I brought that up because we had, like, season three on DVD in my mom's car, and I swear I've watched that, like, 40 billion times going to, like, <laughs> school or on a trip somewhere. I, like, I never watched Scooby-Doo as a kid. Really? I don't know. I just, like, never, it was one of those things that, like, never popped up. On the TV for me, so I just never watched it. Did you ever watch Boomerang, the channel where they would show like a bunch of old cartoons, like I don't know Jetsons I and the Flintstones? I Dude, I ate up some Boomerang. I think that's I don't... why I didn't have like I didn't watch the uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, they had like they had like sixty Scooby Doo, yeah. Flintstones, the Jetsons, Yogi Bear. Dude, Wacky Races. 
that was my stuff. Like <laughs> every Saturday morning, like religion, I would go watch like wacky races where it'd just be like funny cars do funny thing. You do like cars. I do I do like cars. Did I ever tell you, speaking of that briefly, the movie cars, my first memory in my head in my head chronologically is me playing with the little Lighty McQueen car. Actually like that that was when you gained consciousness. That was the moment where I was like I am a human now. <laughs> was me playing with the Lighty McQueen car like in my parents' room. Do you have one of those moments? Oh can you go gosh, I need I would need more time to think about it. Cuz for me like that's always been that first memory I can remember having. Uh, I remember like reading a book as a kid vaguely. I remember my parents like like I was reading books aloud, but like they were convinced that they they said I never I didn't learn how to read I just had memorized the books and was reciting them and pretending to know how to read. <laughs> you were just like saying the words. Or yeah. Noise? I was just I was just copying the noises I had heard apparently, which I'm I don't know how they'd be able to tell the <laughs> so difference. So you were like speaking in Simlish. You're yeah, like, basically. Ekar Gabanka. No, 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 no. I mean, I actually would like recite the book, but oh. I'm saying like, like I'm reading the Very Hungry Caterpillar, for instance, and I'd be like. Very hundred, whatever he said. Banger book. Yeah, I would say maybe that should be the next episode. We just go with like a kids theme. Um, Club Sandwich Junior coming now. Um, I no, but I would like, I would say what was on the page, but they're like, there's no shot. This kid knows how to read. He's just like reciting it from memory. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know. Like they've always claimed that, but I don't know how they would ever be able to prove. It. <laughs> I don't, I never read much as a kid, because I think... <laughs> Illiteracy. I watched TV or played video games. Yeah. You know? I, I was a big reader as a kid, and now that I've joined a university honors program, I no longer like reading. <laughs> yeah. Reading is harder to do when school makes you do it. Yeah. It's like all yeah, your dude. reading energy gets devoted towards reading things you don't like. Yep. <clears throat> and in my head, I'm like... Well, what if I start reading a book and it's boring? Then I've just wasted my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I don't even know where we, like, the spinoff to this came from. Oh, it was Simple Plan recording Scooby-Doo. Right, of course. Um, Dude. Oh, also, did were you like a... Did you get up for Saturday morning cartoons? Like, did you wake up to do that? I, I don't think I really... Excuse me, goodness. I don't think I really ever did that as a kid. Like, if I woke up early on Saturday, it was because I wanted to play, like, Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Or, like... <laughs> Who can relate? Or just... I can't. Or it was just, like, whenever I woke up, I'd go downstairs and watch TV, you know? Hmm. Like, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, my God, I get up, got to get up with my bullet cereal and this, like, American stereotype of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch. Like, that wasn't me. Yeah. It was like, oh, like, I woke up at, like, 10.30, like, I hope SpongeBob's on kind of thing. Yeah, no, okay, I will say, like, I never set any alarms or, like, I didn't really have enough of a concept of okay. time or, like, television programming to, like, be like, oh, boy, 8 o'clock, that means this show is on or whatever. <laughs> but, like, I I woke up so early as a kid for so long. Like, I, I was up at 6 a.m. You're crazy. Weekends, like, all the time. Oh, yeah. My parents hated it. This is why your growth was stunted. Rightfully so. slept enough. <laughs> <laughs> it, took, it took me until, like... I want to say, like, seventh grade to sleep past 8.30. Are you for real? 
I, I just I felt Are like you I was Pharrell Williams. I I am not Pharrell Williams. I felt like I was wasting the day. Like if I didn't get up on time, I was like I could have used that time. Like I felt like I was an advantage. Like I could spend more time doing stuff I like. I've done the opposite with that because I would like sleep and then I would just stay up later. Yeah, but I was I was the opposite. I would go to bed earlier. Yeah. Which is still not really It's the left same mindset. Me. It's just Yeah. For me it was I think I had this idea in my head that there I don't know how to say it. That oh, I'm trying to format this in my head like the logic I would have. Man, I don't remember what I was going with at all. But <laughs> that was awesome. I've, as ever since I was a kid, I've liked being up later. I think this is why. It's because if you wake up in the morning, then there's more of a pressure to feel like you have to get things done. Whereas if it's later at night, you're more justified to just like play video games or watch TV. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I think the way I perceived it is like, oh, all the other kids are waking up at like nine o'clock. I'm up at like seven thirty. That gives me like an hour and a half advantage over everybody else. <laughs> Sigma grinds. Well, and I'm I'm also like I think this is just a difference in like personalities and the way we operate. Like I'm a yep. very type A kind. Well, I don't know if this applies to type A, but like my mindset was always get everything like all my assignments and duties done as fast as I possibly can mm-hmm. so that like all other time besides that is free time. Like yeah. I never procrastinated. Yeah. I guess with the with the structure of like when you're a kid it's like your day starts with school at, you know, eight or whatever. And then I tried to just kind of have a stay up late, wake up as close to the start of school as possible. So mm-hmm. like I had that time later in the day because like if you get home from school i had school end at 1 p.m in elementary school and then only once i got to like middle school and high school did we get out at like like 2 40 mm-hmm. and so i'd always structure my day around like having as much possible time in the evening to do the stuff i wanted to do but it's like if you got school and then you got soccer practice then it's like i want to have as much time to go home and be my little couch potato boy and like sit in the den and watch TV and play video games, so I guess I think I that mindset that. is just kind of stuck with me forever. Yeah, yeah. I uh, part of me wishes like I could like be okay with sleeping in later, but like even still to this day, sleeping past nine thirty gives me like anxiety. Like, oh yeah. crap, I'm behind. Like yeah. I've got to got to catch up on everything. Yeah. Um, no, but. D- Anyway, the original point I was making is that, like... Did you wake up early on Saturday to watch cartoons? I did. I did. I would get up and watch uh, Sonic X on Four Kids. Um, Yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog thing is not There was a Jeopardy question about Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in in the second chance tournament, it was the Dr. Robotnik returns to menace Earth in this 2022 sequel or whatever. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I... uh, I liked Sonic X. I liked whenever I could find it, which wasn't very often. Um, shoot, what? Oh, there was like a there was like a Kirby TV show. Kirby right back at you. Oh yeah. Yeah, I used to like that, dude. That you want to talk about like missing media stuff that's just gone yeah. is that show. Like it's not on any platforms to my knowledge, really? and like. Nintendo erases it all off of YouTube. That's something that I've... It is one of the shows that I've, like, always heard about and seen little clips from, but I've never known, like, if anyone watches it. That was where they... Like, King Dedede is, like, a redneck. 
Like he has. I'm gonna get that Kirby. Yeah, 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 he's he's like that. And Meta Knight is Spanish, which is objectively cool. Because he's he's very like Inigo Montoya from the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, he is like. I feel like that should have been a consistent thing they did instead of the like know my power like that thing. Yeah. Anyway, most people don't know know who Meta Knight is unless you play Smash Bros. Brawl. Yeah. (laughs) Ching 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 ching. Um. Okay, I know this is, like, a big one for both of us. Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. It's, like, the show. I, I, it is I the show of all time. I go back to it is I think it... I think that may be... Like, if you're making a kid show, structure it around what Phineas and Ferb did. Yep. Is have a show that is so fun for kids to watch and makes you, like... It, like, inspires you to be more creative. Mm-hmm. Inspires you to, like, hang out with your friends and do fun stuff. But also have that has, verb. I know what we're gonna do today. Moment. Yeah, and I don't know. Just kind of inspire kids that like you know the limit of any like fun you can have is like your imagination. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just the show was hilarious as a kid, and like so many of the jokes it's are catered still to, to funny. adults. They're it's funny to watch at any age because it's just funny. And we talked about before how like there's a formula to every episode. You know yeah. what's gonna happen. Ferb, what are we going to do? Like, I know what we're going to do today. Where's Perry? Perry does his thing. Agent P, blah, blah, blah. I think that's part of, like, why it's so good, that formula of, like, it reinforces the jokes enough Mm -hmm. where it's, like, the kids, like, that feels like a child's first real, like, reference. Yeah. Like, they can make a reference to, like, hey, where's Perry? Because, like, it's in every episode and, like, the what you doing? Yeah. Like, that stuff. They repeat the jokes so often. And not they're not, like, obnoxious, but no. it's, it's like, it's almost like a table of contents for the episode. Like, you know, whenever this thing happens, we're like, oh, okay, I'm halfway through the episode. Or, like, oh, it's yeah. about to, like, Candace is going to try and bust them and then the thing flies away or whatever. Yeah. And it always made... Because it was so consistently that formula, it gave them so many opportunities to break or twist yes. it. Yes. That also made, like, that joke funnier. Because, yeah. I mean, the baseline of any joke is, like, thing that happens that isn't expected. Mm-hmm. And Phineas and Ferb did that by having you, like, set with an expectation of everything that happened. And so, like, when they twisted that differently every time, it's like, oh, like, I get it. Like, that's not how that usually goes. Yeah. But. It's very cool. Yeah. Very and cool. sometimes it's funny to, like, See how ridiculous it is that things line up. Like whatever Phineas and Ferb make, also yeah, because the, they up, like inexplicably destroying Doofenshmirtz's invention. The A and B, like the subplots, are always tied together, and you never know yeah. like how. Yeah, and it's always really funny for the end yeah. of the episode. To There's be like always that. some way that Doofenshmirtz's giant tinfoil ball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> blows away the roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Or he has like the invisible ray that like makes their giant thing. Inator. It's bad. It's back. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. And they would do, like, they had a lot of genuinely creative things in there. Like, they had that one episode where, like, Candace actually busted them. Yeah. But it was, like, all a dream and yeah. it, like, turned into a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> sent to, like, a prison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, break out of it. Yeah. They had to, like, scrub toilets with toothbrushes. Yeah. <laughs> and no funky rhythms. Yeah. And there was. As a kid, it was always still funny to see Doofenshmirtz talking about his, like, horrible childhood yeah. where he had no friends and he was raised by ocelots and neither of his parents were present yeah. anymore. Like, I don't know how you get away with putting that kind of stuff in a kid's show, but he was a kid, you're like, ha-ha, like, he's a loser. <laughs> now I feel bad looking back, like, laughing at this, like, orphan child. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's the... 
the unsung hero of that show. Yeah, I think Doofenshmirtz is just one of the funniest characters. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. Povenmire does a great job voicing him, and just with the whole show. Yeah. So funny. So I, I still follow him on, like, every social media, because he's really funny. He makes really funny TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he did, actually, this leads into one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, he did a crossover TikTok with Alex Hirsch. Yes! Who, who created Gravity Falls. If you know, yeah, I was going to say, if you know who that is, is the creator of Gravity Falls and also the voice oh. of, like, half of the characters. Yeah. Um, and that was one I really wanted to talk about because... Me too. Gravity Falls was... It is a kid's show. And it was a show that, like... Yeah. I did watch sometimes as a kid. Like, if it came on, I'd be like, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I never... Like, I didn't ever do the thing where, like, I would find out what time an episode came on yeah. and, like, schedule that. Like, I don't know of any kids who actually knew what 8-7 Central meant mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, would, like, be able to follow a network timetable. Yeah. But I have gone back, like, and watched all of Gravity Falls since I was a kid, and I watched it over the summer between high school senior and college freshman. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even joking. I think it might be... If it isn't my favorite show of all time, it's easily top three, and other than maybe, like, Breaking Bad, I think it is the best show I've ever seen I from think an objective standpoint. It is one of the... It's the, I think it's the show that may best do, like, having quirky, off-putting humor in a way that isn't obnoxious or, like, super self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a great show because... It's a mix of serial and episodic. Yeah. Like, there's some things that just seem to reset in the next episode, and then you'll have, like, some character from an episode a few times before, like, inexplicably show up again. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the first shows I watched as a kid that had any sort of, like, um, continuous plot line yeah. at all. Yeah. Because as a kid, I was like you in the same way that I didn't really... <clears throat> when I watched Gravity Falls, it was just like, oh, like, whenever the rerun's on, I'll watch it. Like, funny episode, funny joke, haha. And then... Only towards the end did I start to catch on to, like, the show wrapping up. And I, like, watched the weird Mageddon episode yeah. that came out. And then, like, only after that did I go back and rewatch the whole thing, like, in order. And mm-hmm. realize just, like, how well made that show is. How yeah. funny that show is. It is one of the funniest shows I've ever watched. Like, yeah. <laughs> because the best part is Alex Hirsch, the creator, is, like, adamantly and publicly, like, anti-Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, he hates Disney and, like, made that show and did everything in his power to, like, screw with them Mm -hmm. and try and, like, break the boundaries. And so there are a bunch of jokes that I don't know how they got away with. I don't know how they got away with half the stuff in that show. There's a part where he's, like, the main villain of the show, Bill Cipher, shuffles a guy's, like, (laughs) facial features. So he's like, how would you like all the orifices on your face rearranged? And his, like, ears go in his mouth. And he's, like, like, screaming in agony. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, (laughs) screaming in agony. And then there's, like, the the wax figure of Coolio. Like, what kid gets that? Dude, there's the one with the, um... he's Coolio. With, with, like, the mansion, and it's, like, this room that's, like, possessed, and there's, like, the taxidermy animals on the wall. There's, like, blood coming out of their mouths, and, like, a ghost is trying to murder them with an axe and turn people into wood. And the whole... That's scary! The plot of the episode is about, like, the division of classes. Yeah! It's like the the poor people can't come to the rich people party. Like, how is a kid supposed to understand that? But then the show also has, like, just the very typical, like, kids go on wacky adventures and yeah. eat zany 
weird fantastical creatures. Blendon Blandon. Yeah. Time travel. Blendon <laughs> Blandon. This show. He was apparently voiced by Justin Roiland, the guy yes. from Rick and Morty. Yeah, and you can hear it like going back. Yeah. He has like Morty voice. Yeah. Oh, he does have Morty voice. Yeah. But I think there's just. That show is just. All the main I... characters are hilarious on their own. Yes. Every character introduced in every episode is funny. And then when they start to make Bill Cypher the consistent antagonist, he's just amazing. I. I We've talked about this before off episode, but Bill Cypher is possibly one of the, like, most powerful villains in, like, any media. Like Yeah, he kills time, baby. He's, he's God. <laughs> like, he's essentially a God that's, he, like, limited within a bubble. He's essentially God that loses to the power of friendship. Yeah. And that, like, I think that's the thing, or I, I, I don't know if this is entirely related to what we were talking about, but I think one of the things that makes Gravity Falls, like, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen, is it completely knows... Like, it handled itself with such dignity. Mm -hmm. I think a thing that a lot of, like, kids' shows suffer... And, and I mean, just shows in general suffer from is they run out of ideas... And they keep going. But keep making stuff. Like, Family Guy has not been funny... For like, for like twelve seasons. I know that's a bad analogy. To no, no, it, to. It, no, it is. It's like the Family Guy, and like, the Simpsons. Like, Family Guy and the Simpsons have stopped being Spongebob funny like fifteen years so many ago. Episodes, yeah. Gravity Falls made two seasons, twenty episodes each. At the end of it, it was done. Yeah. They did like, there's no more content. They didn't squeeze out ideas, mm-hmm. even though they're sitting on like a gold mine of an idea. Yeah. And they just ended it, and like you have to sit with that. Like, the ending is bittersweet. Like, it's not a... I cry whenever I watch the yeah. show. It's, like, it's no not joke. really... It's kind of a happily ever after, but n- not really for the viewer. Like, it is for the characters, but not for the viewer because you're like, I want more. Like, it was over already. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would recommend everybody to go watch that show, even though I know there's, like, the, the stigma of, one, it's a children's show. Like, it yeah. was on Disney Channel. But, like... Get over it. Seriously. And second of all, like, it's it's a weird show. Like, I have definitely heard judgment over, like, Gravity Falls before, but, like... Really? Get, oh, yeah. There there was a there was an instance um, during a Rush event where someone was like, yeah, I was talking to that kid who was pretty cool, but, like, he just talked about Gravity Falls the whole time. Oh, come on! <laughs> Which, granted, don't talk about the show... I mean, don't. ...the yeah. whole time during a Rush event, but, like... Y- I, I would recommend it to everybody. The show is incredible. I would too. And there were, that was one of the shows, Phineas and Forever the same way, and Gravity Falls as well. But like when I watched it, like my dad would like come through and be like, wait, he'd like also laugh at the joke. Yeah. Or like, he'd be like, oh, that Stanford Pine. <laughs> like, like shows that, I think the real kids shows that still stand out are the ones that your parents like walk by and they're like, ah, I mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> like, I think my ex-wife still misses me, <laughs> but her aim is getting better. <laughs> <laughs> that joke never misses for me. <laughs> and he's like doing the little arm yeah, bump. Yeah, the, the arm time. bump. I I think the best, the best like children's media is the one where they aren't explicitly making it for like children. Because if you make no, yeah. If you make a like Johnny test where it's like fart jokes the whole time, like that gets old so fast. Yeah. But like Gravity Falls and Phineas and Ferb are like timeless because they keep it like relevant. And another one I was going to mention is did you ever watch the Looney Tunes show? I didn't. Not like the cartoon, the Looney Tunes. There was like a 2011 reboot. I know of what you're talking where about. Where it was kind of like a Seinfeld 
t- like episode <laughs> structure and yeah. they lived in Los Angeles and like they had jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was I love that show so much. It's another one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. And I it's on HBO Max. Like I would recommend that to everyone too because it is so genuinely funny. Like not just for a kids show. Like they honestly their market feels like they're making it for adults that like grew up with Looney Tunes, but they weren't doing the like, oh, we're gonna make it like edgy. Like if it's an adult cartoon, it yeah. has to be alcoholism and like yeah. sex jokes and everything. I agree with you. I think the best kid shows to me are the ones that they just make a good show, right? Yeah. That like the only reason it's not considered an adult show is because it's animated and like doesn't just have like foul language or sexual yeah. content or like really, really dark stuff. But can still like be dark time to time, yeah. Um, and a very just like realistic but understandable and palatable way. Yeah. I think that's like what Gravity Falls does so well is mm-hmm. it's just a really great show that can be dark without being too like adult. Yeah, but have I get adult what you're saying. Aspects to it. Yeah. Also, the la- last show I want to mention, just because I want to put the name out there. Uh, so my, like, big three of shows that I've mentioned are uh, Gravity Falls, The Looney Tunes Show. I also feel like I just need to say that I watched The Garfield Show religiously. <laughs> and it was, like, it was the bad 3D, like, CGI one. Really? Oh, yeah. Was it, Bill Murray the voice of that Garfield? No, 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 no. That was, that was for the movies. Okay. That was for the movies. Which apparently he My got mistake. tricked into that role. Bill Murray did not know what he was signing up for. <laughs> okay, there's there's an amazing bit in the Zombieland yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, like when he's when Bill Murray in that movie, spoiler, he's dying. He's like, Do you have any regret you any regrets? And he goes, Probably Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill Murray as himself in Zombieland. That is so good. But yeah, I, I watched that show a ton and that that's all I've got for shows. I think that really also hits everything else I watched. I have to met, I have to also shout out we talked about iCarly briefly. Oh, I love that show. I try to base a lot of my personality off of Spencer from iCarly. <laughs> I think he's one of my favorite characters in anything ever. Um I watched Victorious as a kid, not religiously, but I liked it. Other shows, I mean, I don't know. I also love Drake and Josh. A lot of the humor from those shows really still applies to me today. And then, I think that covers really most of it. Yeah, I think we've hit all our bases. Um, I think the main takeaway from this this is, like, go back and watch Phineas and Ferb. I promise you it's still funny. Um, The songs are a little bit more annoying as you get older. I've kind of forgot that they they do a song every episode. Like, Busted Banger. But then, like, some of the other ones are like, all right, Phineas, you can... Yeah. You sound like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day pitch shifted up a couple octaves. His voice, especially in the earlier episodes, can be kind of grating. Yeah. They they really... The voices get more... It was kind of like a Rick and Morty thing where, the, like, they get more settled into the voices as yeah. time goes on and it's a lot more bearable. Yeah. Um, And then in Gravity Falls, they were just good from the start. I would even argue that I think Gravity Falls in some ways is like a better version of Rick and Morty. I would agree. I love Rick and Morty. Yeah. I'm not saying that, and I don't know how many people in our audience actually watch the show, but I think Gravity Falls is like two people go on Mm -hmm. science and, you know, sci-fi, fantasy adventures. Supernatural kind of stuff. And there's this But there's also like family drama. Yeah. But it, I think Gravity Falls does it even better because it doesn't have to rely on like being ab- like not absurd or like mm-hmm. vulgar or anything. Gravity Falls didn't cop out and make a Minecraft joke. That was kind of funny. 
I okay. I will say this, and we could talk about this. I would love to also have an episode where we talk about like, I, I don't want to say adult television shows because that sounds weird, but like, I know what you mean. Shows that aren't ki- like I want to talk about Breaking Bad yeah. and like Rick and Morty. I think the thing for Rick and Morty for me is like sixty percent of it is like some of the greatest. Like it's so cool, there's some and it's it awesome is. Episodes. There's a lot of really funny jokes. And then, like, the other 40% is absolute garbage that makes me want to burn my eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely hit or miss. I think there is a pretty direct plot line from growing up loving cartoon shows to watching Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of fits. But I think that really covers all our bases. Yeah. Else? I think we've hit all we really need to. We wanted to try and keep this one a little bit shorter. It's not as short as we would have liked, but it's not an hour. Shut up. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thank you all once again for listening. Hey, uh, Sam, you did great this episode. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know, Mitchell, I would say that you also did great this episode. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks to our... <laughs> Club Sandwich is recorded in front of a live studio audience. audience. Ding! All right. Well, <laughs> I've been Sam. And I've been Mitch. Wow. That, that was a struggle. Uh, thank you all for listening. Bye. Good bye. All right, that's good.